episode of the Long Cup Mafia podcast, the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast. It is I, once again, the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's main host and frontman. Now that it's officially June, I could say it's our officially our birthday month, and therefore we're going to be counting down in a way, in essence, to our anniversary or birthday of this show, which is July 12th so uh as since july 12th was when our first hostful was ever dropped which you heard earlier this week now with this particular episode you're going to hear our second hostful that we ever did ever did now you could hear that we've kind of made some progress we were still working with the the single mic but we're making some progress and but my thoughts in regards to going into everything that in regards to the show was to try to mimic what was going on in YouTube at the time. During 2015, it was the height, I mean the height of the reactionary anti-woke culture is the best way I could put it. You had a lot of channels from like... Uh, how can I put this? You had uh, Thunderfoot doing it. You had uh, Not Amazing Atheist. You had Armored Skeptic. You had Shoe on Head. Though uh, Thunderfoot has moved on to kind of debunking a lot of these bad Kickstarters and Armored Skeptic has kind of gone, I wouldn't say gone silent for the most part, but he does a lot of this more paranormal debunking or trying to explain paranormal stuff. Uh, he hasn't done really anything political that much and, or anything like that. Uh, but, and Schoenhead posts stuff up in regards to political commentary every now and again. But for the most part, they're quiet. But during this time, and I want to say between 2012 and maybe 2017, the latest, a lot of channels similar to Armored Skeptic and Shoe on Head, uh, in regards of these that were doing this kind of anti wokish type of ordeal, meaning if uh, someone like Anna Scarcese uh, came out to say something, they were the first to put out a video in regards to why she was wrong and where, uh, or someone along the lines to like her, or uh, they weren't necessarily anti-woke. They were just trying to uh, debunk of what she was, someone like her was saying, meaning, well, it's kind of hard to explain at the time. So I figured I want to mimic that. Uh, I want to mimic that. I, over the years, I've walked away from that because it's kind of tiring and passe. It's been done. A lot of people uh, talked about it. And the way our recording schedule was at the time, we only got to meet in every two weeks. And we'd record two episodes at a time 
when we were in full swing back in 2015 and 2016. So it was kind of tough to kind of be ahead of the game or be along riding that algorithm. Now, there is anti-woke sort of stuff out today, whether it be Geeks and Gamers, um, not to mention you have also Mecha Random 42, you also have The Quartering, plus other folks like them kind of doing anti-woke stuff, but they're not the way, it's out there still, but it's not the way it was almost 10 years ago. Yet, even though these folks are still kind of, quote-unquote, if you want to say, fighting the good fight, or at least they're reporting on stuff like Bud Light, they're reporting on Target, and stuff that is maybe coming off a little extreme right now with what's going on in the world. Does it mean that they're right? Maybe not. It depends on who you talk to. But you'll see that a lot in this episode on what I was trying to do and what I was trying to say in the start of this. So, hey, guess what? George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome, Goombas. Um, I gotta sit back here. Um, <laughs> we discovered you were louder than us. <laughs> uh, welcome, Goombas. Welcome to the Long Coast Ma- Mafia. The what? The Long, long Coast, Co- Ma- the Mafia. Long Coast Mafia? Yeah, Long Coast. <laughs> uh, we were all up and down this shit. Uh, <laughs> long Coast Mafia podcast. Um, I am your godfather, the main host, uh, the Rev. To my left... Hailing in from the Caribbean, where she learned how to herd cats, <laughs> or listen to Cat Wrangler, and learned how to train raptors, Zombie Bunny, Woo! in her pink zombie e- uh, bunny ear hat. Actually, this is from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and to my right, hailing in from parts unknown, being trained by the Undertaker. <laughs> Big candy. I'm coming for you, brother. <laughs> and well, welcome to the sh- again. Welcome to the show. Uh, you can if you found us through the website or my uh, yes, I'll admit it here. Click baiting. Uh, if you found us through the website, don't like doing it through the website. We are available on iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Stitcher Radio, if you found us on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes and don't like that and rather use an independent MP3 playing device, go to our website which is thelongcoatmafia.podbean.com. You, you can listen there. You can download our episodes. You can see what we're doing. Uh, we To tell you guys on the show and you guys, we do have a WordPress as soon as we get that Activated. You guys can do blogs, and I'll put them up there in the links. Rants. Rants. I'll be at work. <laughs> I got so much to talk about. All of my cats. <laughs> I'll have the one eye bigger than the other. Just typing away. Um, before we continue with the meat of the show, so to speak, uh, a few shout-outs. Uh, 
first off to is to our kind of an old friend at least my I'll, I'll call him a friend John, Johnny Johnson of Darkstone Entertainment oh, yeah. um, he's a great guy nice guy skeleton key skeleton key skeleton key and you could hear or once they hear you could watch the sequel on YouTube just search skeleton key 2 I mean it's a ton of freaking laughs it's on YouTube uh, it's on YouTube skeleton ah. key 2 is on YouTube um we are, I'll say the, the Long Coat Mafia podcast has contributed to Canon for his uh, Darkstone Entertainment, Nilbog Canon. We came up with the Nilbog High School Howlers. So thank you, Johnny Johnston, Johnson and Darkstone Entertainment for that. And we will also like to, um, you probably heard them in the end, listeners, you probably heard the little bit of a 30 minute, 30 second clip. Uh, as our intro today, um, that that clip is from the band Cyfried. Uh, they are currently in Las Vegas performing at the big one of the biggest Star Trek conventions in the country. And we wish them to break a leg and the best of luck. It's a big deal, a real big deal for them. They're a local band out of Florida. Their website is Cyfried Band. Com. I'll put a link to their website in the show notes. And again, guys, thanks for the shout-out on, on your Facebook. And that's here. Thank and, you. And because um, we're kind of jumping around a little <laughs> bit, uh, we have because it's still kind of relevant, we have to give, we witness a, um, a passing this week. And that is to the great and mighty dear, dear man, uh, Mr. Piper, Mr. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. And we got, we're going to try to play 10 dings. We don't have a real bell, ring bell, so we're going to do at least 10, try to do as many dings as we can. Um, see if I get the volume on this up. Yeah, it's already up. Yeah, Piper, uh, to the Piper family, our condolences. He will be remembered well. Uh, I grew up watching him wrestle, and I think Big Candy grew up watching him. Oh, live. yeah. And he's most remembered for the movie They Live. He's been in a lot of uh, other, other mm -hmm. shit. Um, he's been great, you know, fun to watch, and he met him... Probably not, but no, uh, you didn't get a chance to meet I him. I didn't get chance. I got to see him, but I didn't get to meet him. I got to meet him at Monster Mania back in '08, and I talk about a nice guy, very approachable, a uh, friend of our show. Matt, I met him like a few, like a year or two ago, mm -hmm. and he was like literally pictures of him just talking, you know, just being the friendliest guy ever mm -hmm. and the nicest guy. That's what he was. He was, the, you know, the one of the nicest. He played. He was just this. Outgoing. I'm sure you've seen They Live. If not, who the hell I are you? When it, oh, dear God. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're out. That's <laughs> it. Show's done. Come back. I can't do this by myself. But <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it just one of those. Uh, great, great. Um, to kind of go on back on the lighter night note, um, 
I know I spoke to Zombie Bunny about this. Um, you kind of heard about it. It's the Jason Todd is the Joker for Suicide Squad. And for those who haven't heard it yet, it basically, it's been on Reddit and they don't go into detail about it. Some other people have gone into the evidence and say maybe it is. Hmm. And what it is is that with the photo that they showed and the evidence they brought added to it is the basic evidence is for those who are not familiar with Batman, Jason Todd was what the second second Robin. Second Robin. And for the, again, for those who don't know, he what the DC gimmick at the time was. What happened was Jason Todd was kidnapped or caught by the Joker. Yeah. And he was literally beaten and tortured by the Joker. And at the end of that, I don't know the issue number. Um, The killing joke. It was the killing joke. At the end of the comic, they gave a one, at the time, a 1-900 number, which is a number, all right, (laughs) a number that people were charged for just to dial uh, and not long distance. And DC made it, it was a great promotion. And people voted. <laughs> Overwhelmingly to kill him. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was like 1-900-1-2-3-4 not to kill Jason Todd. And 1-900-555-1-2-3-5 to kill him. And it was like, one was not, if I fucked it up, one number was to kill him, the other one not to kill him. And it was like... Overwhelming. Land, it was like a landslide. Like, kill the fucker. <laughs> to kill Jason Todd. But Jason Todd came back many, I think, uh, many years later as the Red Hood. Red Hood, yeah. And what they're saying, what the evidence provided in both the Suicide Squad trailer and the Batman versus Superman trailer. Mm-hmm is um, one of the things is the Robin suit that's in the Superman-Batman trailer with ha-ha-ha-ha-ha written all over it. That's leading to one, and um, Bruce, I'll say Bruce Wayne, uh, or is it Alfred, says, there are no uh, heroes left. The ones that are still left are no longer heroes. Right. Which could point to the fact that Jason Todd became the new Joker. Mm. And some people have said, when you look at a lot of the extended universe, DC Universe, it wasn't the first time that the Joker has tried to turn a Robin into the new next Joker. Well, what, what timeline? Are they going from the bat? Are, is this a new timeline that they're going from, or is this... <clears throat> like uh, taking from like the Dark Knight or whatever. Uh, it's basically the uh, Suicide Squad is kind of like from the Batman Superman universe. Okay, so so this would be the first Batman movie in that timeline, right? Okay. Extended part of the Batman universe. Okay. And so as far as we know, everything leading up until this, because if I the if, if I if I'm listening to it correctly, at some point in the Batman Superman trailer. Or the Suicide Squad trailer, they said something something along the lines of like they're coming, the superheroes are coming back, or something like that. Yeah, something along those lines. And one of the things that the uh, you see in this uh, Superman Batman trailer yeah. is Bruce Wayne open up with a letter saying, "I know who you are." Right. And one of the people, that, one of the evidence people have said the evidence is who better knows who Batman is than Jason Todd. And one of the other things when they say. 
They also pointed to the photo of the new Joker with all the tattoos on him. Mm-hmm. They said the Joker. They couldn't hold the fact that Joker would be passed doing tattoos on somebody as a form of to- torture. Okay. Um, well, what happened? In other words, what happened to the previous Joker then? That and probably at some point he died or. Batman had well, that's the only that's the only hole in this whole thing. Yeah, it? that's the hole. Is that like okay? Yeah, he, maybe he's the new Joker. Where's and, the old Joker? And one of the other uh, two of the other evidences that they, mm-hmm. some people pointed out is that the Joker in the Suicide Squad has a J on his cheek. Right. And in the new Batman game, the Red Hood, which is Jason Todd, has a J, a, a scar J on the same cheek. Right. And they pointed out to the tattoo that's on. His chest, the Joker's chest, is a, that of a feather, a, a robin feather. It could right. be a robin feather. So it could be the fact that this is Jason Todd, under either under that influence or the Joker's still in the background, and he's saying, you do this. Didn't they kind of go down that route on the animated series yeah, at some the, point? Um, uh, Batman, um, that's one of the things that they pointed to, was that in Batman and... Um, Batman Beyond movie. Right. Uh, they pointed into that that it was Tim Drake that was... <coughs> yeah, behind everything. The, behind everything, and it was the Joker that that was behind it. Right. Um, so that's what they're pointing to in a lot of this canon, that right. you know, in Batman canon, that they wouldn't put that behind, or they can't always say the Joker wouldn't do that. He has done that in this and this and right. this and this. And it was Zombie Beaver that pointed out, it's like when you see photos of the Joker... You're He's a, got that. I'm a beaver. You're a what? beaver now. You're a beaver now. It'll take you a while to uh, <laughs> get used to the name. Uh, that when he smiles, uh, uh, when the Joker smiles, it looks like he's got fake teeth or they're bloody. Right. That he, you know, again, pointing to the killing joke. He, the Joker the, beat him. It's the metal caps. Not metal caps. That he has got the metal caps. Uh, and. He also quotes the lo- similar line from The Killing Joke to Harley Quinn. I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you real bad. And it's that similar line. So it could be Jason Todd with that mentality being told, being played like the, the Joker playing him like a marionette. Wow. So we don't really know. True. But either way, that, either movie, way. that movie's going to be insane. Uh, the one thing that <clears throat> I was picking up uh, a lot of grief on online about uh, the Batman and Superman movie, a lot of people are starting, I guess, outside influences yeah. that don't know that history and don't know the storylines. They're going, there's no way Batman can take on Superman. There's no way. It don't make no sense. So you're talking about people from outside the community yeah. getting a look inside with a crossover movie that is for nerds and geeks. I'm sorry. This, <laughs> that's what they're making this for. This is not for your general audiences. They, yeah. they don't get it. I'm going to openly admit now I'm not much of a DC fan. I'm, I'm not of a either. Marvel person. Me too. So I kind of... It would be interesting to see because I don't know how that would play I out. don't like DC because DC is... Like some of their stuff is... <laughs> they take childish concepts and try to make them edgy. Like, I don't like a lot of stuff that they do, like how they do it, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, like characters like Captain Cold is a dumb concept to me. 
to me, my my like, view, I, I kind of like DC and I don't like DC. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the fact that DC is has that aspect of mind mentality. Right. That each it, for them to do a crossover, it's like no, I don't want to do a crossover with the Flash. Right. D, you know, Batman will never meet up the Flash, it, even though everything is in the same universe. Right. It's like outside the JLA, Batman will not meet up with the Flash. I don't know. They, they, the they do a lot of stuff like but, that, though. Um, but it's still kind of restricted. It seems oh, like it's yeah. strained, right. even though it's within the, they're owned by the same company. Right. Yet on the Marvel side, it's like yeah, we understand the movies. We have the movies, and mm-hmm. we have the TV. We're going into the TV. Yeah, we're going. We could interconnect. We're interconnect. And you see that with um, the movies and Agents of Shield a little bit, and right. you hear the talks with Agents. You know, like they, they got they know. got their universe down packed. Yeah, like DC is not going to do that. They're not going to be able to. They and don't have the, they don't have the money <laughs> to be to be honest with you. And so the biggest thing they could have done was a Batman Superman crossover. Because everybody that's, that's knows who. Like well, that's all they got. yeah, everybody knows who Batman is. Everybody knows who Superman is. The Suicide Squad thing is like Guardians of the Galaxy came out of left field. Like, whoa, Suicide Squad? That's what you're going to go with? Not a Wonder Woman movie first? I know, right? But, but not is- not a, like a decent Green Lantern movie first? <laughs> not well, I shouldn't say that. I liked it. <laughs> but it was funny. It was funny. Um, you're not going to go with like you know. Like JLA, you're not gonna, you know, you're gonna go with Suicide Squad before anything, really. <laughs> so you know, when you look at the Marvel, uh, we that's gonna be one of our. When you look at a lot of the Marvel numbers, even for uh, granted the numbers that we have for the box office take, uh, Ant Man last week brought in a total of uh, twelve million and twelve. I'll say twelve and a half million. With a out of three weeks out of the gate, they brought in. 132 million and change. This is amazing for an Ant Man movie. And it's two million dollars over budget. Right. And that's an Ant Man is what like a C rated character. If almost? that. If that. Um, which for that type how, of character. How long has it been since he had a standalone title? I don't know. And to me, I know you didn't see the movie, right? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, no it, spoilers. La 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 la. I haven't la, seen. La, 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 I haven't la, seen it either. La la la. la Aliens. No! <laughs> oh wait, it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it they did. That's what they're saying in reference to at what I've been hearing in reference to the fantastic. As of this recording, Fantastic Four just came out in theaters, and what these one of the reviews I read is mm. that everything that Fantastic Four is failing at, Ant Man. Even though it's a kind of a, they're saying it's a kind of a lesser quality movie mm-hmm. overall, did better in the same aspects that the Fantastic Four did. Right. And but people were poo pooing all over Fantastic Four before it even came out. So I don't. I, and and a lot of it was unfounded. A lot of it was, well, oh, Johnny Storm can't be black. Come on, man. It doesn't matter. It's a story. If the story quality is good, and it's it's the and same, it's the same. Well, if they, I think they should have picked a different villain. Yeah, I think they should have went with like the Mole Men, or they should have went with like you know yeah. maybe Kang or something like that. And instead of like going with the same old Doctor, that, again they're rebooting it. And then they're going to make that so. same mistake with Spider Man too. And, they do it again. Um, no. Guess what? Even though, <laughs> um, for the exception of the uh, two movies that came out last 
week, with one of which is Mission, Mission Impossible, that was number one, at 56 mil. Uh, number two was, I believe, the new Vacation movie. Really? Yeah, at 21 Which mil. gives away every funny part in the in the Commercial. trailers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Um, number three was Ant-Man at 12, I'll say 12.5 mil. Number four was, guess what? Minions. I was, well, yeah. At 12.2. That's and been they, out for like a month now? Yeah, about four weeks. And they made, at, of a budget of $74 million for it, they made so far to date $287 million in change. Yeah. And Pixels was number five at 10.4 mil. And it they, made that much. Yeah, it made that much. And they made out of two weeks, they, it made forty-five million out of an eighty-eight million dollar budget. And from then on, it's Trainwreck, South Paul, Paper Towns, Inside Out, and Jurassic World. I still haven't seen that yet. I really want to watch it. Jurassic yeah, that World. That made six hundred and thirty-one point five million. It's good. It's been out two months, and they had a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Yeah. And Terminator Genesis came in number twelve, which I thought was good. A lot of people hated it, but yeah, it made eighty-seven point six million out of a hundred and fifty-five million dollar budget. Yeah, and which is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, we're going to go on that note to something. We're going to get, see if I can get my host here pissed off. Don't toss the table. Toss the chairs, please. We got the equipment <laughs> on the table. Um. First off is, um, I'm sure you guys heard about this, it's about Princess Leia being in the news and her Slave Leia outfit. Uh, again, from the non-neeks, Star Wars Return of the Jedi has been out for 30 motherfucking years. Mm-hmm. It's been redone, uh, re-put out in theaters, what, at least three times? At least twice, three times. At least twice, three times. Yeah. And in several different iterations. Several iterations. The first story that came to my attention was a gentleman who was walking at a Target. With his daughter. With his daughters. Why, uh, now, I don't have any problem with girls playing with action figures. It, it, that's, I can't judge. If they want to play with action figures, let them. The, he was in the Star Wars action figure aisle with his daughters, and his daughters noticed the Princess Leia slave, out, slave Leia outfit Black seer, the sore yeah, lines. Yeah, the highly uh, uh, detailed stuff. series. They're about what? About four inches, five inches tall, something yeah. like that. And uh, I'm going to show um, my two hosts a picture of what this gentleman looks like. Um, he looks like a Jersey Shore reject. And. <laughs> this guy. And it points out, the picture that I have points out that he's. What they point. said. His daughter said, why is she wearing a chain? And the photo that they have of this guy's interview, he's wearing a large chain around his <laughs> neck. And Slave daddy. And he, he said he felt very awkward speaking to his, his two daughters about this. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to speak about something uncomfortable with your child. <laughs> <laughs> she was kidnapped. You could just say that. How about be a dad? <laughs> the movie, you know, it's yeah. uh, the movie's been out for. It's rated, it's rated PG, right? Yeah. I watched but, it when I was little. I watched it when but, I was six. Uh, well, let me put it like this, folks. Uh, here's a little something that you might have encountered, but you haven't. Uh, back in the '80s, 
you could. There were several movies that were rated PG and PG thirteen that at times showed almost full frontal female nudity. Well, this is true. Mm-hmm. Um, like R rated movies would have full frontal. Yeah, and now it would be NC seventeen. Right, and the like Rodney Dangerfield movies that they would show on um, HBO like at eight nine in the morning on a Sunday. I remember the, that. <laughs> now um, this one, I'm preparing for chairs to be flipped. Um, was another article came out uh, from again again against the female slave Leia um, black series retaliation. I guess it took one Jersey Shore reject to open the door. Um, the feminists had to pipe in. Oh Lord! This is what uh, what a quote they said. This was a feminist. They didn't say which feminist said this. Just that a fem. This was um, says here. So in 1983, Princess Leia wore a bikini in Return of the Jedi. Knowing Star Wars super fans, the toy was probably involved in some pretty weird basement activities. In 2015, the toy is still being sold. Shockingly, upsetting those on the left. This was the quote from those feminists: "If grown ass nerds want to fap." To their creepy rape fantasies of a once formidable, formidable feminist icon getting molested by a glorified slug of an alien, that's one thing. But presenting it to kids is something else entirely, especially when it's the only representation of the character available in the Black series and some of the other past Star Wars toy lines. Complaints about the overly sexualized figurine from the overly sexualized image from what is up, obscenity of a children's movie is nothing new. Never mind the fact it's a sexualized image of a woman who has been robbed of consent. There's steam coming out of my ears if you can't hear it. <laughs> and, but Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher did have something to say about this. And her, her one of her responses was, that chain only enslaved me until I could use the fragilous thing to kill that drooly, swollen, super-tongued slug and whirl him off into infinity. Can you think exactly. of a stronger woman role model from those movies or, for, you know, from that era? No. 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 Like, she was Princess Leia, but she was no damsel in distress. She would pick up a laser gun and shoot it just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, she, how she got, how she got enslaved. She dressed up like a bounty hunter, and went to Jabba's palace. A, a basically a, what would you say? A den of of, of a hor- hole. Yeah, horrible a people. Hole. He's a gangster. She, she crept in there and freed her boyfriend, <laughs> and she got caught. So the, you know. This is the person that they're saying was, oh, she was, she was chained. She was a woman against her consent. Oh my God! Yeah, but at, to kind of go on the previous one, like, mm. uh, topic, as a dad, right, with a two-year-old, uh, even though you have a son, right, he's what two, two and a half. Yeah. What you know? What are you concerned in reference to this toy? And I would have more to say against. A music video from Nicki Minaj than I would to have something to say about a Slave Leia doll. 
I think I can explain the doll better than I can explain her. <laughs> and just pull and uh, I don't have the photo um, up, but there was another little bit of again um, around this time uh-huh. there was a um, GQ magazine. It's still I think it's still on the stands. Right. Uh, there was a um, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Oh, sucking the finger. Uh, yeah, um, dressed the same layer, and Disney. Um, had pretty much said, um, had something to say about this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, there said, after seeing the August cover of GQ magazine, which features Amy Schumer, dressed as Princess Leia from, it, again, this is a parody type of thing. Right. From Return of the Jedi, a character who has never been viewed as, viewed sexually. Yeah, right. <laughs> Most how many teenagers who watched the movie over the years paused it on that one scene saying, you know... <laughs> If I could go back in time, I would bring back a trash bag full of balled-up tissue to prove them different. (laughs) Uh, Carrie Fisher has lost a lot of weight. She looks good now. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's she's really cleaned up. But back then, you know, a lot of of teens were a lot of thinking something not nice. Right. I was craving cinnamon buns. (laughs) Let's put it that way. (laughs) Uh, But they said Disney, uh, a character who's never been viewed sexually. Yeah, right. Uh, Disney and Lucasfilms have said they do not condone the inappropriate use of our characters in this way. The cover photo, Shimmer is sucking on one of the fi- uh, fingers of the genital free robot, C-3PO, suddenly sexualizing the woman most people have ever thought as Luke's sister. Princess Leia was never supposed to be an object of sexual desire. She was a space girl dressed in a bikini for space reasons. Because it's hot in space. Space reasons? <laughs> Said oh, oh, oh. Disney. The, this GQ cover is pulling this out of nowhere, implying that fans of Star Wars think Princess Leia in a slave costume is sexy, which is insane. In Return of the Jedi, Princess Leia is crawling around in a metal underwear locked in chains with steam rising all around her. It never occurred to me to link that image to some kind of sexual fantasy, said Josh Sanich, a longtime fan of the Star Wars trilogy. Now that Amy Schumer dressed up like the Princess Leia and put a droid finger finger in her mouth, my dick is rock hard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. For the first time ever, people everywhere have considered Princess Leia to be Han Solo's friend or just one of the guys, and a solid character whose purpose is to move the plot along, have have started thinking of her as something more. Oh, Jerking off to Princess Leia, hmm, I never really thought about it, said David Ellen right before he was shown the Schumer, Schumer photo, once he saw the hypersexualized, nearly profane magazine cover. Wow! All now, all I'm thinking is the sound of that metal bikini makes me makes clanging around during the set. This Amy Schumer photo has given me the whole new a whole new masturbation <laughs> option. It sounds like it would hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, this is not what I intended when the Star Wars trilogy was written," said a spokesman for Lucasfilms. If we wanted Princess Leia to be a sexy character, then we would have written it that way. By, oh, I don't know, making her so hot that even her own brother was attracted to her before she <laughs> was her brother. Oops. <laughs> End of article. <laughs> so, no, yeah, it, that, that was that. 
It um, just goes back to our offended nation. Yeah, we're hi, welcome to America. And, uh, you have to be now offended by something. Yeah. I have only been to Comic Con twice, uh, and I've seen men dressed up as Slave Leia. Yeah, yeah. and they don't shave no. or <laughs> wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, um, he's a member of uh, Sci-Fi, and he's the one that coined the phrase. His name is. I'll call him out here, and I'll I can text him later, and. Um, Tell him that he was mentioned on the show. His name is, he goes by the name Dobbs. Um, he said, it's not an official convention, uh, sci-fi, comic convention or sci-fi convention, unless there's at least one Deadpool, one Doctor Who, and one Slave Leia. Yep. Standard. True. Yep. <laughs> Truth. And that's including all the 50 billion variants. <sighs> um, Deadpool, Slave Leia. <laughs> I just, when, when it gets started to mention with the feminism and isms and... Oh, I just I get so. Oh, I just oh, it, it reminds me of like the George Carlin bit and the whole aspect of you. The odd thing is, me and him, me and Big Candy, go back and forth over this whole feminazi thing. Yeah, and it's we're like almost the same size, but different ends of the same coin or something right, like that. Yeah, and so well, I, I understand feminism. Oh, okay. I'm okay with being a feminist. I'm not okay when you don't get your facts straight and you're being a total bitch about it. There's a video on um, online done by a woman who initially put up a sign saying, I don't need feminism to be who I am, and feminist attacked her for it, yeah. and she made a video saying, you know what, shut up. Basically, her... her How her, is it feminism like, when you're she promoting said, inequality? She said, I'm, I'm promoting equality, I don't need feminism, mm-hmm. and she said, you she pretty much said you're you're getting it wrong, feminism means, should be mean equality, and right. you're not doing that. She said... It's easier for me because I, in, a, she, in essence, I'm summarizing. I have tits and a vagina. I could get in anywhere. Right. I could do anything. It's easier for me to do this. Yet all these men in prisons are being raped. You're not saying anything about that. Right. You're bashing this. You're doing this. You're doing this. And you're not doing that. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so it's that's whole, that whole thing. Right. So, it, it, I mean, it goes hand in hand with, like, you know, the... Now I have to. Uh, I've always had to feel guilty for it, but now even more so, I have to feel feel guilty for being a white male. I get called a cisgendered. We were just talking yeah. about this before you thought. I get called a cisgendered. Uh, 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 when I try, I have to uh, mansplain things to people. These little buzzwords yeah. of all these social justice warrior types that really just. They eat away. It's like I was saying that George Carlin bit where he's talking about how they're not senior citizens anymore. or No, they're not uh, old people anymore. They're senior citizens. And they're not, you know, it's not, you didn't lose your job. You became uh, economically unviable. And and just, they like to use these words. And (laughs) Joe Rogan put it best when he was talking about it the other day. He said, people that make up this bullshit are people that haven't had to worry about Fighting to get their food lately, <laughs> he said. He said because all they, if, they, if the if the first thing you're not thinking about is getting food and getting shelter, then you're sitting around, obviously well fed, uh, making up words, making that's all they're really doing, yeah. or not looking into it and listening to the talking heads on CNN, or just not seeing yeah. people as as people, people right. being people, and we, you know, yeah. the the people usually pointing the fingers are people that they do the same so thing we do. Kind of go back and. Back on track with everything, with the show notes and all oh, yeah. that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> to go from that type of controversy to uh, the second part of our program, which is gaming and the you know yes. tabletop gaming, console uh, yes. gaming. Oh, boy. Um, we'll go from one controversy to another. Is um, the whole some of the gaming controversies out there? One of which is um, 
see what, if I've written that. Um, one is, uh, the, we'll go old to kind of new. Um, one was, which kind of had me in up, an uproar, is the back, way back when, was there was a Portal 2. I don't know if you guys have played that. I have. Uh, there's a line in it, which had one father up in arms. And it's, uh, there's a part of, I haven't played the game, but I've seen videos on it. In essence, Gladys says, well, there's like a little conversation. Gladys goes, well, you're adopted. And he was offended by that line because his daughter, who was playing the game at the time, was adopted. Well, it's like that thing in uh, Avengers 2, or Avengers 1, sorry, where, um, what did he say, something like Thor says something to Loki about being adopted. And, and, and everybody got like, crazy about that. Like, wait a minute, I'm, ad- I'm adopted. And it's like, I didn't have a problem with that. It's like, but uh, the thing is, I have a lot of friends like yourself right. and Bunny here who are have siblings and what do siblings like oh well you're adopted and then just yeah, yeah it's it's <laughs> it's an insult it's, it's yeah, just it's, an insult it's, it's not yeah. an, it's, it's not meant to be taken it's a sibling thing it's a yeah. sibling thing that and a lot of things movies and you know media they're getting away from how people really speak and what they want to do is they want to turn this around and have these PC conscious movies of people having conversations and that never my, happened. My thought with that was... If every like, single guy <laughs> was a PC-conscious, you know, feminist... We would never talk to women. Well, we'd, we'd never have a good movie. Like, there has to be opposition. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, now, my, but, my I'm, but that's this, not the point. It's not reality. My thought was this was with the guy. It's like, don't you have siblings? Right. You know, don't you have... Are you an only child? If you're an only child, were you only friends with all other only child right. people? right. Because if you were, if you had friends with <coughs> siblings, you, you would have heard that at some point, right? And or if you had family, if you had cousins that were had siblings, you right. know, you you would have heard that by now. Yeah, and yeah I mean, my brother insults me all the time. He called me a slut. He doesn't even know what it means. Right. <laughs> Lee's your brother? No. <laughs> yeah. Lee's, Lee's not my brother. <laughs> Lee's an idiot. I might be using him as a character on the show, being that idiot. Um, you guys at home didn't hear that. Um, the other, um, uh, let's see, um, the, another current one, go back down the line that I have written down. Um, it's been re- uh, put out because I think, what, what system do you primarily use? Um, oh gee, well primarily I use, um, like the Xbox One. Lucky. Yeah, my R2-D2 unit of Xbox 360 is currently not working. i got to get it fixed. Poor R2. Mm. Well, um... Doesn't the Xbox One spy on you? Not if you have the, the one not that if doesn't. I don't have the, the camera on uh, it. I thought it hit, you had to have it or something. Um, I don't no. know. One of the things that came up recently is that... Uh, uh, now, this was... <laughs> surprisingly, this, again, came from a... I'll say this. A white male... Person. Oh, well, then it's invalid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said that the Mario, Mario there's a, I, guess, I guess it's for the Wii, right. Wii U. Wii U. Um, it's a Mario game creator that you can create your own levels. Oh. He oh. said the hand is sexist and racist. What? Because it's a fem- it, the, the hand that you use represents a female white hand. Oh. Not his a male hand. It doesn't represent a um, someone 
a person of color. It's only a female white hand, Caucasian hand. How do you so know? therefore, therefore it because it's not gloved. It's not gloved. So it's a white person's hand. It's a white person's female's hand. Okay. It's not a male hand. You can't change it to a male hand. You can't change it to someone of color. Okay. And what does that so have therefore to, it's racist. The game is racist. Have, so, so in other words, it's a whitewash. Now, what, what, what does it have to do with the game? He says because he, he, you can't change it, it's sexist and racist. Okay, so he doesn't feel that he can play the game if this hand continues to be white and female. Yeah, precisely. Okay. And, and that Nintendo should change it. Okay. My point is, uh, how do you know it's a female hand? I know some guys that have girly-looking hands. Right. I know some girls who have guyish-looking hands. And even if... Who cares? Yeah. And Shut up. It's just a game. Oh, Shut no. You can't say that. That's somebody's feelings. I don't, you know, I, I've, I've had it with people's stupid opinions about dumb shit that doesn't matter. My obviously, feelings. <laughs> obviously, you, need, you, you have plenty to eat and a roof over your head. So, <laughs> if that's all you have to worry about, your opinion isn't valid. Well, um, another one of the gaming, it's not so much a controversy, it's what's happening in gaming. Um, I'll talk about kind of Gamergate in a second. Um, Another thing that's been happening a lot in the online community, in the multiplayer community, is right. what's called swatting. Have you guys heard about this? Swatting? Basically, what's been happening in a lot of the community is some of these hardcore, they call quote-unquote, I'll say quote-unquote hackers, is that they're finding out the players in the um, chat room, like the, their, what they're playing, well, Call of Duty, Halo, whatever, League of Legends as well, and they're finding out the person's location, their phone number, that the people that they're playing against, mm-hmm. they'll they have a way of mimicking that that information, calling the local police department, saying that hey, we have uh, I just killed my wife and kids, or I killed my family. I have a bomb in my place. If you come over, I'll detonate it off. I'll kill all these cops. You know this, that, and the other thing, causing the SWAT team to go to that house, uh-huh. break in the door, tossing flashbangs. And arrest the, these people just because the person that initially called it in got beaten or something. was doing badly. And one story was I think the guy got uh, the 15 year old was considered a domestic terrorist because he got caught right. because he was butt hurt because some a lot of the people he was playing with he was doing that to the females on the the group because they wouldn't go out on a date with him. Uh. So he was calling the police. So how many? So well, my question is: Are they finding these people? Um, the ones that they, I guess, the ones that they can get, they're finding and arresting. Well, because that, that's that they're doing something highly illegal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's number one. That you know, if they're called nine one one and reporting a false, you know, like I said, one person situation. That that's got twenty five year twenty five years to life. Good. And they should make an example of that person that does this because it's ridiculous. Go ahead. Okay. I lost train of thought. Um train derailed. <laughs> uh, another thing that uh, was uh, kind of last year was Gamergate. Um, it, and the whole thing was con- very confusing. I, tried I didn't to, get it. Uh, it, it it's it, it was like in regards to female gamers, that's gonna come up next. And was it the same argument as female, like the cosplayer kind of thing, where they are, they're not really into it, they're just doing it, it to be seen? Because uh, some of it, 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 it seemed like it, it, it was so, yeah, um, Bunny's hitting her head on the table. Um, it's part of that, uh, and part of it, it was like so wi- widespread, because some of it, 
encompass the fact that uh, companies like IGN, mm-hmm. uh, Game GamePro were comp- were being bribed to right. give high ratings for games that were pure shit. And but what and what's also been happening is that I see it now with like Angry Joe and a lot of other big name YouTubers, mm-hmm. same companies because they're not oh, yeah, they're not. People like Angry Joe are independent. Right. They're restricting. It's like, hey, I have this review for well, this it, game. It would be you know, obvious if, if people were picking the game up and they were basing it on reviews. When they got the game, they would be like, "This is what were they talking yeah, about?" See the thing, and there's was, a couple times that's happened with me. Like, like um, people like Angry, I'll use Angry Joe because he's one of the most popular game reviewers right. on YouTube. Is that um, what's happening? Is that he'll review a game. Because he actually goes out and buys the game, right? And it's not given to him. It's not given to him, okay. and all of a sudden, his, his some of the stuff that he gives a bad review. Right. Some, not all. Right. Um, it's pulled. It's copyright infringement from mm-hmm. these game companies because they don't like his. They might not like his right. review. Right. And he said, in his uh, Godzilla, latest Godzilla game that came out, mm-hmm. he said he had an interview at E3 with one of the creators. It got pulled for copyright. Just the interview. Yeah. The, he, his review didn't come out. Just the interview. Which is weird. He's like, wait a minute, I just had that an has, interview. It's that has promotion. nothing to do with copyright. They need to learn what copyright means. And so, and it's happened with other stuff that he's reviewed. I would they don't, sue. You know, he's like, wait a minute, this is fair use. I'm, yeah, it's you know, fair use. I'm promoting and um, mm-hmm. this kind of ties in with another one uh, topic I had down was that the game the uh, some people are saying the game gaming industry might crash again and or it's weighing yeah. because you have a lot of shit games coming well, out it was the same thing that happened with the music industry like they were paying reviewers at Spin Magazine and Rolling Stone to review records that people didn't give a shit about Clear Channel Communications the people who do like you know all the radio now you cannot tune into any almost any radio station and it not be Clear Channel, iHeartRadio. And the thing is and that that's they what, play the same shit all day long and tell you this is number one on the charts. It's number one on your charts, the charts that you own. And so that's, and that's it, why a lot of people are saying it's a good thing that there are people like Angry Joe yeah. and other top reviewers that are on YouTube doing these. That way, it's more balanced and right. it's kind of. Preventing it'll again, come you, out in the you, wash. Yeah, it'll come out in the wash, and it's kind of preventing yeah. the crash again. But what they'll do, this. what they'll do is they'll they'll like you said, they'll get, try and get these guys for copyright. And they'll try and get these guys for a whole bunch of bullshit. Again, if yeah, for the viewers, yeah, I'll support Angry Joe all the time. Um, is that the Angry Gamer? No, okay. Angry Joe. Okay, so Angry Gamer is something else. Yeah, he, was he being bought off too? Uh, I don't think he was. Hmm. Uh, but he was pretty good. He was pretty good. I remember him. And you can time in any time. Mm-hmm. Time in any time. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Just time in. Um, ah. um, I used to like. What was the guy uh, who did the little animated reviews? And they were really funny. He had the British uh, accent. Game Grumps. No, no it's not Game Grumps, it, is it? It was like E something. Mm. It began with an E. Oh. Eagle Raptor. No. Oh. Listeners, if you know who it is, yeah. email us at longcoatmafia.com. Not, not longcoatmafia.com. I'm sorry. Longcoatmafia at gmail.com and tell us if you know who it is. Yeah. Um, because if I don't think of it, like, the soon. train has been derailed again. Yes. <laughs> um, got rid of that. that, that um, Ego Esther. Ego, what about? Ego Raptor? No, not Ego Raptor. Are you sure? 
I want to say it's we're like, making ego raptors. It's like <laughs> it's like egoist or something like that. Anyway, the guy would do the funniest and, interviews. Anyway, uh, what you? What about game cheating? Uh, it's kind of harder now. Game genie. Game genie che- or cheating? Cheating. Game, cheating. Oh. cheating. game shark. Yeah, but uh, for, the, for for those out there, a little bit of a history on that. Um, back in the day, when the game genie, which led to the game shark. Um, came into play is that um, what those devices did, they actually, they did nothing on multiplayer, but for the most part they allowed you to make a few things easier and a lot of things harder. Um, I kind of miss that because again, there's still a lot of problems with gaming because when you play a lot of some platformers, it's Checkpoint, 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 checkpoint. And when you need those checkpoints, there's no checkpoints. You know what? I mean, it's. You know what game would have been perfect for Game Gene or Game Shark? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Any of them. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you have you to. Tra- instead of like doing the whole controller thing, which I could do in my sleep now, if you could just turn the stuff on and off as you would, and also do the weird mods that they do with the with the um, the PC versions. Have you seen those? Yeah. Like the one, the, the one I liked recently was the one where you can shoot cars out of the Gatling gun. <laughs> so you shoot cars at people and trucks and shit. And the thing is, oh, um, that's another thing that's been brought up that came to my attention is that um, uh, a lot of the PC games, a lot of people like console games mm-hmm. like us because it's easier. You don't have to deal with the uh, ever-changing graphic cards, which ones are better, which ones are that, and um, to me, that's why it's confusing. I wouldn't mind console, um, PC gaming, mm-hmm. but it's the whole aspect of, I know building your own PC, I know I hear from the PC master race, um, <laughs> cult of PC, um, that you're able to build your own PCs to spec and so forth and so on. It's just the whole aspect of it. It can be very confusing, and talking to one person and another person, you get like fifteen different responses in reference to making a decent gaming PC. Yeah. It's kind of hard. So having that console, you don't have to worry too yeah. much about. But one of the things that was brought up is because with Windows Ten, Xbox Live is on Windows Ten now. Uh, and the thing is, with PC gaming, you don't have to pay any fees like you do with PlayStation Network or Xbox Live. Yeah. And a lot of people who are the, on the Sony side, even on the Xbox side, saying, wait a minute, if they don't have to pay for their services for Xbox Live, why do we have to pay? Yeah. Why do we have to pay? We're, in essence, a lot... Because one, uh, one reviewer said... Because he's been getting flat on the console side, saying, well, we have Netflix, we have YouTube, we have uh, Hulu. Well, we all got that on the computer, too, so, yeah. you know, shut your trap. I got on my smart TV, so. And <laughs> so the thing is, yeah, if that's be the case, why are we paying uh, $10 a month or $60 a year for yeah. something that's free on the console? Right. Yeah, yeah, we're whining, but, you know, there's the bullshit. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but building a PC, I can't even build a little Lego set without rage quitting and throwing it against the wall. <laughs> I could bring out the whole concept. It took you a year to do a sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was all the way up the leg. Knitter. It's hard. It's a tube. <laughs> it's hard to knit in a square. <laughs> Nitty 
making her own PC game console. That sounds fun. I want to do that. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> just knit an Xbox One. I can knit an Xbox cozy. There you go. <laughs> then it would um, overheat and you'd have to have a red ring of death window in it. So are there can... any games that you guys are playing? Uh, guys are playing right now. Um, Angry Birds Two. Games we're playing. Does that count? Yeah, we'll go with mobile too. Okay. So you just. I don't have a console. When I had my kid, I had to get rid of my consoles because, well, I didn't have time. And actually, before that, I didn't have time. So like, I was working all the time. So I had an Xbox 360. And what else? What did I play on there? I think it was a lot. It was like a lot of the same old stuff. And it was like older games too. Like what was that zombie game I used to like? Uh, Lef- no, Left 4 uh, Dead, or, Dead. Or, no. or no, it was the one. Uh, Left 4 uh, Dead, Dying Light, uh, Dead Rising, Dead, Dead Rising. Rising. I-, I think I bought a copy of that, and I had a copy of like NHL 2K 13 or 14 or something. something. I know you had two, uh, 2K 08 when you lived with me, right? And I I would play stuff like that, and I would play like um, they had a, they had an online one that I actually downloaded, and it was like you're like a like a Viking warrior or something. Oh, what was it called? And there was like, it's only blood something. Blood, uh, blood. Bloodborne? Something, I don't know. You're yeah. like a Viking warrior, dude. Oh, no, it's not Bloodborne. That was pretty badass. Um, I don't know, but <laughs> that's that's really all Are you playing something other than Pokemon? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's, it's so either it's like, yeah. it's like, you can, like, what are you playing today? <laughs> This time around, bunny. Oh, Pokemon. Minecraft. The, the funny, the funny story I heard about uh, Pokemon uh, was this was a couple of years ago before the new uh, 3DSs came out. Uh, guy was on the bus playing his, you know, copy of Pokemon, whatever the copy was out at the time, and he said this, um, this gangbang. He called him a gangbanger. Came in and I mean, he said he was literally he just went curl up in the ball and started playing. He's, and the guy just sat down right next to him, and he just looked at him and said, I'll use a comment, like, you got Squirtle. <laughs> I think he asked him for a skitty. Yeah, the skitty, yeah. Skitty. And he's like, you got a skitty? And he said, yes. And he's like, I'll, and he pulled out his cop, his DS, and he's like, I'll trade you for like a... Uh, some like a Pikachu. Right. It's like, I'll trade you for a Pikachu. Don't tell my friends. <laughs> That's funny. But I used to, I was addicted to Pokemon Snap for uh, oh, N64. Right? Yeah. Um, was it not the best game ever? Yeah. I, I, I probably played through it four or five times. Right now, because I'm taking a, a step back from console gaming, mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of um, Clash of Kings. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys, if your listeners are. Uh, do any type of mobile gaming? You could find me on Clash of Kings. Uh, I'm part of the alliance called the Reb. So in essence, I'm part of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Um, you could find me on there. If we only have six members out of uh, a cap of sixty, so you could sign up and play with us. Come join, join the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> and, um, please do so. It's Clash of Kings, it's a free game. You don't have to. Yes, it's a monetized game, one of these free to play games. Right. But if you want stuff, you, you want if you want stuff quick, quickly, yeah, you can pay money for it, but you, but you don't always, have to. You don't have to. That's how it bat- just takes I used them. to play Battlefield Heroes. Did you ever play that one? Um, 
It's a real comic book, like like comic booky type battle yeah, game. I, Clash of Clans is like that, and yeah. I didn't. I don't like that. It's too goofy, and you spend your resources right. too quickly. This one Clash was of cool. Kings is not like that. This one was cool because it was a third person, and you would follow your character around, and you interacted yeah. with all. The, and you could drive vehicles, and like you could like it was really cool. Like it was, for for what it was, you could buy outfits, you could buy guns, but the free aspect wasn't bad either. Yeah. The Clash of Kings is like that, but the only downside I found with um, Clash of Kings is that it doesn't work great with the Kingdom. It at, with the current updates, oh. it kept crashing, oh. kept you know with the can. But with my uh, Android tablet, mm. um, it's it works perfectly. Nice well, my and mom smooth. keeps having problems with the Kindle. Um, well, Battlefield Heroes, like they actually like on the July seventeenth, they just just mailed but, it. They're like no um, more. The reason why I'm, uh, it's over. Step back the battle. They said the battle is over. <laughs> the step back of console gaming is um, because I'm having a problem with uh, chat, oh. game chat, party chat on my 360. Yeah, because um, for some strange reason, when I try to talk to again for another show, Matt, I uh, it won't let me connect. Oh. It won't let me talk. And when I call uh, talk to those on the Xbox Live, oh, uh, you have restricted NAS settings. It's not our problem. And I tell them, it's like, listen, uh, Frontier says their NAT settings are completely open, and they give us modems with uh, routers that are completely open, so we don't have to worry about that. Right. So, in essence, Frontier saying, is saying it's not our problem, it's Xbox Live's problem, and Xbox Live is saying, no, it's your ISP's problem. And it's back and forth, back and forth. So it's like, how am I supposed to play? Yeah. Um, Rage quit! There you go. Um, yeah. A couple of friends who we, I used to play with criticized me and laughed at me for creative uh, Tourette's. Because <laughs> uh, one of the things was uh, I used to shout was uh, Uncle Ferret and Mother Ferret and <laughs> just fly out and call of duty. Mother Ferret! Like, what? Um, but, um... Team got it. Um, any particular... You said you loved uh, Minecraft. How I you, like Minecraft. Um, how long have you been playing that? How long have I been playing that? A few years now. Mm-hmm. I just picked it up for the Xbox One because my 360, like I said, R2's not feeling good, so I gotta take him to the uh, alien place. Alien place, yeah. You know what building I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, you know. It's um, a big purple building. Yeah, it's a big purple building. Oh my god. Um, we have uh, for those not part of West Virginia Panhandle, we have a little place uh, down on Route uh, Level Route 11 that does reasonable prices for Xbox One, Xbox. 360 fixes. I've used them before, and I think it's like the alien. It's, they got a big alien head on the the door. Doesn't have uh, a name. It's just, it's just a giant, giant alien. alien head. Um, when the, my original Xbox 360 went bad twice, I took it to them. And it was like oh, twenty five dollars to fix. That's not. It was yeah. like it was like a twenty five dollar, fifty dollar fix well, for red. Essentially, red. those things are just PCs. Yeah, and it was like a real cheap fix. Yeah. The most expensive replacement was the heart. The the disk drive, right. and that was like a hundred dollar fix. Yeah, that's with servicing. Yeah, it was like ninety dollars to replace the drive in town. That was service fee. Right. Like that ain't bad. Yeah, and I think I paid one hundred and fifty dollars because I wanted the fan in there too. Right. So I ain't bad. Um, the favorite. Uh, I told you guys my favorite game that I've been playing is Clash of Kings, but um, what I'm trying to get back into is Borderlands, Pandora. Oh, I love that series. Mm-hmm. Very fan friendly. Um, any games you hate or hated, find find annoying. So, mm. Come on, hmm. dead air. 
Are you going back how far? Are we doing uh, uh, all time? Um, all time. All time. Uh, Remember the movie Van Helsing when it came yeah. out? I love that movie so much. I watch it like 19 times. I know every single lyric. You mean the every Van single word in it. I mean the whole fact that even though. Uh, what's his name plays Van Helsing he also Hugh plays Jackman. Wolf, Hugh Jackman yes. he plays Van here's my thing about that I should do a separate movie thing about that Van Helsing is equivalent on par to Wolverine yes basically <laughs> basically anyway I, I you haven't it. realized this Big <laughs> <laughs> Candy you haven't realized Van Helsing in, in essence is Wolverine kind of yeah <laughs> anyway um I, I loved it so much. I bought the game for it, and when I turned put it into the PlayStation 2 to play it, the graphics were so horrible. I cried. Movie games tend to be awful. Ooh, actually, that reminds me. Uh, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah I think I hate that one. Because <laughs> you get to a point where the, the, like, the original or the one that was the arcade. Not the arcade. The arcade one was awesome. I'm talking about the one the the side scroll. Yeah, it was terrible. Graphics were terrible. Concept was terrible. Plot, no plot. <laughs> um, they were just trying to make a bit like. Money like, there's an these. extent to horrible graphics I can handle. I can handle the very first, uh, oh, yeah. su- uh, the very first uh, Silent Hill. Right. I can handle that because it still has its perks about it. Right. But when it's just so horrible and you're just, you can't. And those were games for the. How, how, you, how you guys uh, feel about uh, Final Fantasy VII? Coming back, being remade. My mom's optimistic about it. She's a big Final Fantasy fan. She played it since the like the Nintendo came right. out. I don't get it. Yes, my mom plays video games. And my grandmother also plays video games. The, I I wouldn't mind uh, when I finally get an Xbox it One. It goes deep in your family. <laughs> uh, trying it out because when I used to, I tried to play Final Fantasy VII when it initially came out. Mm-hmm. I'd get to a certain point yeah. and my save. I could have a brand new memory card. The game, my game save would automatically get corrupted. Oh, that's no matter. I tried to play it straight through without using Game Shark. Corrupt. So is the is the allure to the new Final Fantasy is it just partner nostalgia, better, better graphics, better graphics, better, better graphics. a little bit, maybe a little bit of a remake or a redo. Um, I don't know. voice acting, voice acting. I don't know. Um, but as I said, probably in the last host call, the game that I hate the most. The only reason why I'm playing is because I have some friends that are playing as well. Is Destiny, Destiny? I couldn't agree more with Angry Joe on this whatsoever. We're talking a game that is maybe about only two or three hours long. Right? Oh, that sucks. And that single player, and a lot of times you could only play it as a multiplayer. What? That's the thing. You can't you can't play the game offline. What? You can't. And it's designed to be online, and it's, you could go. We're, for the folks at home, we're recording this in the library's conference room, and you could go downstairs, pick up the dense, they have it for rent here at the library, Destiny, and it says the game save is 60, like 2 megs, 3 megs, yeah, uh, my game save, my whole game thing is 9 gigs, literally, it's like a download, Right. and it's not, it's just from the desk, what? it's most uh, my game save for one character is seven gigs. And it, it, after, <laughs> after you play the game, it's nothing but grinding and grinding and grinding. What, some of the stuff that's it tries to be a first person MMORG, right. um, and it's also 
thinks it's uh, has a lo- part of the game. Even though it has like p- player versus player type of deals, like deathmatch and all that, right. um, the it has a lot of raid. You can do raid missions. Right. Uh, light drop. There's no like like I said. My favorite game is Borderlands. You can do a raid mission on that with a raid boss. You get guns, ammo, cash. Um, Jewels to use for to get buy certain guns right. for each raid boss, and they just stack up, stack up, stack up. And with the raid bosses on this, at the end of defeating that raid boss, they're called strikes in Destiny. Right. Um, you get nothing, and at the end of the mission, it's a random number generated. So in essence, you could walk away with nothing. You, I'm looking at you, uh, for those at home, I'm looking at Big Candy. He could have the, Big Candy could have the most kills, most uh, assists, not die in the strike, get literally nothing, and Zombie Bunny could come in at the last minute, literally do nothing, and get exotic gear, <laughs> if she's lucky. <laughs> and the thing is, people have gotten a, what they call engrams, which they have to get decoded at the main hub. Right. They could have an exotic engram and get common gear. That sucks. That's ridiculous. And, I mean, there's cutscenes in the game that at one point, one character comes up and the main character says, what's going on here? What's going on? Who are you? And her response is, I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. What? What? That's the cutscene. And there's another cutscene that's pretty much a setup for DLC. What? That's it. Precisely. And here's the thing. It, the DLC, you're spending $25 for pretty much an unlock code for the desk. Oh my god. It's not a download. It's an unlock code, oh so it's like a, a fi- like a hundred k file right. to unlock this DLC that's in essence already on the desk or part well, of an update. It, is it different, or do they make it public knowledge, or is it is it it's, it's code locked to the internet or something? It, right? It's uh, it's popular amongst a lot of Xbox 360 games and PlayStation games now that there are it's code locked to the disc, right? That some um, so you could just get it from somebody else, or you could. Meaning, if I pre-ordered it yeah. and or I have that code, right? Um, sometimes it's pre-order stuff, right? Uh, sometimes it's actual download content. Right. That the only way you can get it, it's downloaded, but it's like a, which means it's already on the disc. Right, right, right. And it's not download, download. So like, it's only it, on the disc. So, yeah, so it, only if you pay for it, it'll reveal it. Right, like, right. Ridiculous. So a lot of companies are doing it like that's that. That's ridiculous. So they're, they're putting it on the disc, so it's already on the disc, and they're charging you $10, $15 for... That's extortion. And it's not like... Um, that's extortion. That's all it is. And sometimes if it's you like... Wanna, if you want to finish your game, you have to pay $15 extra. Dollars. Or you want this... Uh, Costume or better weapons, it's, it's 15 extra dollars. That's ridiculous. Um, it, it's not like it's a pre-order thing that we're charging. Yeah, it's this pre-order, but maybe two months down the line, three down, months down the line, for $5, you get what everybody else got. Yeah. Um, but it's actually a $15 download. In this case, for Destiny, it's a $25, $20, $25 fee 
And another thing, this came out. <laughs> that thumping sound is uh, Ow. bunny. <laughs> bunny. <laughs> um, Hitting my um, head on the table is apparently mahogany. Um, <laughs> other destiny my, that would, my head can one of the you have this <laughs> my X-Men power is no what it is type of table I bang my head again because <laughs> um, you have this character it's called a ghost that uh-huh. is able to revive you in essence so to speak yeah it's an a uh, um, floating machine or it's something it's like it keeps changing uh-huh. for whatever the the game needs it to be right. Um, it's voiced by Peter Dinklage. Um, Where have I heard that name? Lannister. Peter Dinklage. Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Um, who that's seems like Days of Future Past. Uh, when I uh, shared the, the article I'm about to read, and in pixels, um, season pixels too. Um, I got when I shared it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I got liked uh, emails saying, "Hey, Peter Dinklage liked your post." <gasps> I'm thinking, "Oh shit, Peter Dinklage!" I did a little bit of research. It's his fan club because he does. It's his, in essence, it's his people. Right. Because he doesn't like Twitter and his people. What do you mean? <laughs> his people. Uh, his promotional people. Oh, okay. His management. Squad, I thought you meant. I thought you meant. <laughs> uh, what? But what happened is Bungie, because of their new update coming out soon, they didn't like his voice acting as the ghost. Apparently, the voice director for the game. He just read it. He tried. To, he tried. Literally, you could tell he tried to do his lines, but the voice direction wasn't there. Mm. So a lot of his lines came out very dry and fell flat. Right. So they, in essence, are going to be providing an update, which is removing Peter Dinklage's. In essence, they're removing him as a credit in the game what? and replacing him with another character. Weird. Let me uh, st- read the article. It says for a long time now, the world has laughed at Peter Dinklage's voiced acting in Destiny, a video game about the slow, inevitable progression of death. Soon that voice acting is going to change. One might even say it's going to become legend. Bungie is recasting the role of Ghost, replacing current voice actor Dinklage with newcomer Nolan North, best known as the voice of Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Or Deadpool in the Deadpool video game. Starting with the Taken King this su- September, North will voice all of the Little Orbs lines. But that isn't just for future dialogue. Dinklage will, was so bad, they're actually going to back and re- going back and recording all his lines, expunging him from the game entirely. They'll keep the same script. This news comes from Game Informer's September's cover story, which is all about the Taken King. We wanted Nolan North's version of the ghost to wake you up at the start of the journey at the level at level 1 and follow you all the way to level 40. Taken King director Luke Smith told the magazine, yeah, the new level cap will be 40. Apparently, they're getting rid of the light system too, which I'll go into that in a minute. More to come later today. I can't imagine the North's I can't imagine North's Candace's will do much to Improve upon Vanilla Destiny's incredible script. We've woken the hive, but after the unanimously poor reception to Dinklage's performance and his disappearance from Destiny's two DLC packs, I guess this was inevitable. So I don't want it to change. But the thing is, uh, another thing about Destiny's problem is that. So you're gonna trudge back through the game that you hate. But it's got a new voice. <laughs> but here, here's the thing: when you like most games that involve a level, 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, like Borderlands. Right. Um, the you hit yeah as you go higher up yeah some of the uh, XP you earn is almost like a drop in the bucket. Right. Um, in level in Borderlands Two, what they tell you yeah you can hit that level cap and all the experience you earn goes towards your weapons. Right. In the in Destiny. What happens is you hit level twenty. That's it. You could go to lo- higher levels, but you need armor that has "quote unquote" light. You cannot change. If you see if a armor had you see you have cool armor. Right. You found cool, cool armor, but if you want to upgrade your character and earn more light, you have to wear you have to wear the ugly armor. Ew. And it's like this, you earn XP, and once that your XP bar fills, it's like, in essence, filling a a 55-gallon pail Mm -hmm. with an eyedropper, then converting that pail to a 5-gallon bucket and tossing that into an ocean. Right. And that's your light. You you know, it's like you go from earning, you might have a 5,000... Or fifty thousand XP bar, then right. all of a sudden, oh, that's filled. Oh, that's going to be converted to fifteen, twenty points of light, and you have to fill that bar in order to level up. And that's you might have a ten thousand bar of light you need to fill, and you're only doing it like a drop at a time. And God forbid you switch back armor. You could hit level thirty. It's happened to me. You hit level thirty-two. And switch back in armor, you're going back to 31. And the thing is, um, it sounds like, like a real piece of shit game. <laughs> literally, it is. And the thing is, if you have the exotic stuff, right? Guess how many uh, exotic armor or g- exotic guns you're allowed to have in your system at one time? One. One. That's it. Yeah. Unlike uh, mm-hmm. games again, like Borderlands, you could fill up. You could have the top level armor, top level guns, and each slot can be filled with those top level guns. Right. With Destiny, no, you can only allow one. And you have to grind. God, literally, you could spend 80 hours, 90 hours, and earn one thing to upgrade that gun. Ugh. Which require, might require eight or ten things to upgrade that gun. Ugh. And other Destiny stuff, it says here, uh, rumors have it that uh, Destiny got a letter. Because in Destiny right now, there's no trading. No trading at all. Right. Which means if you have a hunter class, if I have a hunter gra- class and I get... Um, What's called a wizard arm, armor for a wizard right. le- uh, character. You're stuck I can't, with I, it. I'm stuck with it. You can't I can't. It. I can't trade it with you. You can't sell it back. I, I, I could sell it. I, I could sell it or dissemble it to get currency. Right. But I can't trade it with you if you're that character. I can't trade it. Or if you have a hunter class armor, you can't trade it with me. That's ridiculous. And in this new update that's coming, the the tiger, whatever it is, they they're not putting it in. They're not up to it because they got a letter from um, what people at Wow at Bungie. I think it's not Bungie. Whoever created yeah. Wow uh, saying uh, no trading. We don't do trading because you'll create um, uh, an, an imbalance. Imbalance in the game. It'll create characters that for will the people who created Wow. Okay, the people who created the rare weapons. If one person finds them, they were trading and murdering each other for real money in real life. Did you hear about that? Do tell. Okay, so a couple years ago, apparently there was this 
super duper magical sword. I don't know. I can't. I forget the story exactly. It may or may not have actually existed. But this kid sold it online to another kid, right? For real money. Like real thousands of dollars of money. Where does a kid get that kind of cash? They're, trust me, kids have a lot of money these days. Uh, I check, didn't. Check, well, check out baseball card sites. Now that will tell you how that is. Um, so, traded to him for money. He didn't make good on it or something. The kid came to his house and killed him with a real knife. Or yeah, I sword. heard about something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that happened over a video game. Right. So aside all this shit, top five video games ever, any system. In my system. In, in, in any, any system? system ever you've either owned or not owned, top five. Um, no particular order. No particular order. Um. Right off the bat, Borderlands. Borderlands 2. Because you talked about 8,000 times. <laughs> Halo Reach for their Forge. You like Reach better? Oh, yeah, for the Forge. For the Forge. Um, Left for Dead oh, okay. 2. Mm-hmm. Um, for ver- uh, main reason for that is because you could get, as a DLC, mm-hmm. Left for Dead 1 and play it using the Left for Dead 2 disc. Right. So that's, that's kind of cool. Right. Um... I'll say um, for PS2, love the Final Fantasy. Right. Stuff, some of the final, uh, I'll, not um, seven, eight. I think it was eight. The one right. that came after. It wasn't the one that it's like monetize. Yeah, you earn. It would have the little gaming system in it, and right. like a card gaming system in. Yeah. Um, and NES was. I'll go back to SNES. Um, which was it was the Batman game mm-hmm. the for the NAS the oh Batman, the yeah, yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah. The, that one the, yeah that was cool they made a, did you see the figures they made of those figures no. of the of the characters from that they did them like remember how he had kind of that black and blue hue yeah they did figurines of that it looks like the NES I'm curious what about you Okay, top five? Okay, top can five. it be a series of games it can be yeah, yeah. okay there's no okay. rules it's just <laughs> top five ever <laughs> The Mortal Kombat series, I've played that entire series since uh, the Nintendo. Right. When I was really, really little, I would play it with my dad and kick his butt with uh, any of the girl characters. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Bioshock, the Bioshock series, I just... No, those, it's those a beautiful, were... it's those a are... beautiful, beautiful game. Just to, right. Yeah. Good story, too. Yeah, I love the story. I mean, I keep playing it over and over again and just keep falling in love with the characters and then hating the characters and loving them again. <laughs> and, um... Pokemon, because... Right. What As, like, an entire series? Like, it's an um, entire world or just any, any game? Particular? I like the recent uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Right. Which I got for my DS. You see, I didn't really originally play any of the... Uh, the um, cartridge games right. on the Game Boy. I always watched my sister do it because I wasn't right. much of a gamer when I was little. I just liked to play like the. How many characters yeah. are they up to now? Oh, when I, I remember, what, it was like 260 when I stopped paying attention. Uh, I forget how many. I hit my head on the hit table too many times. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, let's see what else. What else? Pokemon fan, send your the number to lonepokemafia at gmail.com. <laughs> we have smartphones, but we don't want to look it up. Well, that's what you listeners are for. Minecraft, obviously. obviously. I'm like addicted to that game for some reason. It's 
like, I can't control anything in the real world, but I can control things in Minecraft. <laughs> Everything is perfect. I'll make my own world with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> and rounding out your list. Oh, Bill. Oh, okay. Let's see what else. Uh, the last one. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I do like the Left for Dead. Left 4 Dead games, Left those are Dead. pretty good. Left 4 Dead are pretty good. I mostly play like the first person games. I'm not very good with playing third person, having the person like controlling the actual character running around. Right. I like it when I can see two hands. Okay, yeah, so first person shooter. Yep, yeah. I'm a first person shooter. What about you? Uh, Battlefield Heroes for online, which was amazing because it, <coughs> it was free. And you could make your character anything you wanted. It was more or less like a World War II-ish type style to it, which was made it really cool. But you could drive vehicles, uh, tanks, bazookas. If you're really good at the game, uh, you would play along with people that would actually teach you how to do stuff. It was a good community. So I like that. Um, Street Fighter Two Alpha. Just because like the diversity of the characters. And for a side-scrolling fighting game, it was like... Amazing. <laughs> you don't get much better than that one. Um, probably go with uh, 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 Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. My favorite sandbox game of all time. Oh, Be- Because once you unlock the bridges and you stop doing the missions, pretty much it just becomes like, I had a really bad day at work. Now I'm going to kill people <laughs> for like I, I, three hours. Hey, let's play How Long Can I Run From the Cops? <laughs> I, I tried to play uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah, especially in multiplayer, and they want, it was like you had to go through so many tutorials just to play online. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, I mean, it was like, oh, customize your parents, customize yourself. Then, no, I'm like, why, why am I trying to do this? At like, a, a, why are you making... I'm, I was literally ranting to yeah. my friends in party chat. Like, why are they trying to make this like a Fallout game? Or, right. you know, an RPG, like a Skyrim, that you can customize every little detail. I just want to play online. Yeah. And when I finally got past that, it was like, okay, here's a racing tutorial. Yeah. Here's a deathmatch. As you if have you to, haven't done it before a thousand times a on other games. And yeah, you had to find an active match to complete that tutorial and, s- and to progress. Yeah. And it took me an hour to do that. And they were like, well, it took us... Yeah, but I have to find an active match to do this so I can progress forward. I get that. Yeah, I like the sandbox games, but I get so distracted. I played Skyrim for the longest time. I would be on my mission, I'd be like, Ooh, a flower! Ooh, (laughs) another flower! Yeah, how many times in in San Andreas, I'm just going to go to that Vegas area, I'm going to bet on horses. (laughs) Oh, I, I ran out of money? Code. More horse betting. More, more blackjack. More, oh my gosh, what do they have? Poker. I'm gonna go to the, to the to the convenience store and play video games. There's like three or four video games you can play within the game. Okay. <laughs> so over and over and over, I was doing that. So okay, uh, Mega Man, the entire series. You love, I gotta love Mega Man. Meanwhile, on this upper side of the room, yeah, Zombie right. Bunny is playing with her chair. She's trying to go to the moon via her right. office chair. <laughs> She's having an anti-Picard moment. <laughs> She's about to pull a Riker. <laughs> you know what a Riker is? Oh, what's yeah. If I could do it with this chair. Anytime, you'll look it up on YouTube, but anytime he went to go sit down, he always like put his leg over the chair to sit down. 
Maybe it'll go lower. I can do it. I can do it. It's too high. Um, <laughs> but he he leapt over chairs. Uh, and finally, I'm just gonna go with the Mario series because it's classic. That's it. Have you um, do any? Uh, have you started tabletop gaming or no? How about you, Paul? Oh, uh, I haven't played any in a while. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what I did to my chair here. <laughs> anyway, um, she mucked it up real good. Well, I used to play uh. Pathfinder with a couple friends of mine. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. It's like a I can't remember which series it was because there was a series that a lot of people didn't like. So then they made Pathfinder, which was like a certain series of the Dungeons and Dragons. I hit yeah, my head. I, the I, heard, I heard from a, um, uh, from a few people they kind of re reissued Dungeons and Dragons before the newer, newer people that want to get into it and very because the old series was rather confusing and right. it's been done very well and I've been thanks to a few friends I've gotten into Yu-Gi-Oh right. a little bit and there's magic. more not so much magic yeah. um, more Yu-Gi-Oh there's more it, around here there's at least at the library when they do uh, international gaming or tabletop gaming they right. have something here at the lo- local library and I'm able to at least do Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. here uh, I gave magic a real good shot I really did. So I like one of the other chairs. <laughs> but I, I, gave, I gave magic a real honest to God shot. I tried. I, I couldn't do it. I just something about it. I was just like, eh, I don't care. But I do got a really, fun, I got a really funny story about magic though. Go ahead. You might have heard this one before. So well, our listeners haven't. Well, right. <laughs> so when I was like fourteen or fifteen, this is when magic first came out. I very first came out. I had a friend named Scott who used to go down to this gaming store that we had where we're from. And he used to go down there all the time. Dude, like, lived at the gaming store. He did nothing but do dice games, card games, any of that stuff. You can, you name it, that's what he was doing. Well, he had in his possession one of the rarest cards that you could get. Is that right? Purple Blossom or... The Black Lotus. Black Lotus. The, the one that, if you have it, people go... It's like, it's like what, 30000 or something, something like that? Something ridiculous now. Me being the typical punk rock dipshit asshole I was back then, who didn't understand value and stuff like that, I got on him one day about it. I was like, this shit's stupid. What? You just do this? Oh, this is ridiculous. What's this? Black Lotus. Threw it out the window. Of his bedroom. <laughs> he knew it, it was rare then. <laughs> like, like hundreds of dollars rare then. And <laughs> he about fucking killed me. <laughs> that's it. Have you heard the... Um, Years uh, later, I found out it was... What I had done was akin to sticking a Mickey Mantle rookie card in a bicycle spokes. So, luckily it didn't damage it. That, that reminds me of the story. I'm sure you, you... I know you listened to Nerdist. I listened to Nerdist, too. Did you uh-huh. hear the uh, the panel that he had the current uh, doc, uh, doctor on? Doctor Who? Yeah. Um, I don't... You don't listen to um, Nerdist. He had the current doc... Um, Chris Hardwick had the current doctor on. Mm-hmm. He said... Um, he initially wrote to... He was a big fan of the series when it was initially out. He wrote to all the doctors... That were out families and got signed letters back. And during his punk rock days, took all those letters, threw them out. 
<laughs> Don't hit your head on the table anymore. Uh, yeah, I think I covered myself a concussion already. <laughs> hey, but um, it's mahogany. Uh, another game that I'm kind of into that I would I know you'd have a blast with it. Uh-huh. It's a it's a card game. Uh-huh. I want to see her. Would, cards against humanity. Cards right. Against humanity. I knew you were gonna say yeah. it. Yeah. See your twisted it. little oh my mind. God. Um. Because I've had so much fun with some of the co-workers, especially uh, we have a co-worker that we work with. His name is, I'll say his name, Brandon. Twisted little mind there. Uh, <laughs> and it was like we pull, as you know, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Is this, if you haven't heard of it, look it up. It's this twisted little game. Yes, they, it's free shipping on their through their website. Didn't they ship poop to people? Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. Sorry. Um, they, they, they're such good people. Right. They offer a free... It, Everything free that you can print it out yourself if you don't have funds for the actual cards, right. which is cool on them. Cool on them. Well, bravo, you know. Uh, but, um, but still, it, I mean, it's it's a fun game. We, our rules was like if you drew a blank, Batman always wins, no matter what. <laughs> Batman's always win. And at one point, I think it was like last year or the year before, because they came out with a statement of. We hate Cyber Monday, the whole aspect of Cyber Monday or and Black Friday. Uh, it, we think it's bullshit, so therefore we're going to sell you bullshit. bullshit. They took all their product out, out, off the stores, put up a box saying bullshit, and that's what they packed each box with. They bullshit. sold literally thousands of boxes of shit, of literal bullshit, and people were bitching that they got bullshit. That's what in, you wanted. In, in the mail. And they were saying... We told you on the site that this is bullshit, bullshit. Literally cow shit. And um, How much are they worth? I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> I, I, That's how we'll look them. But, I mean, it's the whole aspect of uh, them selling this. I mean, it's amazing. It, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hysterical. And that um, also, before we continue, the whole aspect of um, what I've been hearing is the, the aspect I think it's true. In some circles, the aspect of gamers still... I know we discussed it last thing, that game being a geek is kind of being accepted nowadays with the whole aspect of Marvel movies and the comic book movies. Yay, um, we're no longer shut-ins. But the thing is, um, one person brought it out, do you think that aspect, in some cases, when you say, might say, I'm a comic geek or I'm a gamer, or specifically in this case, a gamer... Um, do you still see that shunning aspect of it? No. Sometimes, like, uh, I've been at work talking about... Uh, I, like, literally like to talk about video games to just about everybody. So, like, if you get me on the top of a video games, I never stop. And, um, there was this girl, I don't remember her name, and, um, we were talking, talking about, like, no Is it Sissy? Stuff. No, it wasn't Sissy. I don't remember her name. Um, anyway... I got on the topic of... Because if it's sissy, I'll make fun of sissy even more. I got... (laughs) Anyway, I got on the topic of video games, and she was like, you still play video games? I thought it was for kids. I'm like, no? Yet these are the same people that are playing Farmville every night. and Yeah. I meant to say, yes, I still play video games. No, video games are not just for kids. I I got DNR'd from a job because of that. Literally, I got DNR'd. DNR'd? Uh, Um... When I worked, before I got on to my current job, I was with a temp agency, and one, it was a, a three-month job mm-hmm. at a 
company where we get our bags from. It's in essence the next lot over. And what they did was they sorted out uh, postal bags and mm -hmm. the cardboard wrappings that go around the little fake cardboard shit that the envelopes go in. And like most or our experiences prior to this point was either the, the warehouses are too damn hot mm -hmm. or in the winter too damn cold. Mm -hmm. And I went in wearing a somewhat thick early spring coat. It was late winter, early spring. And I thought that the building was going to be too cold inside, so I'm wearing it at the time. And when I finally took it off, I was literally head from shoulders down soaked in sweat. Right. And she, the person, the temp next to me was flirting with his trainer literally flirting with his tra trainer. Right. And I was, I wanted to get the job done and this was literally easy work. Oh, put the small stuff with the small stuff, medium stuff with the medium, the large with the large, the extra large with the extra large. Literally, that easy. Yeah. And I was, I wanted to get the job done. She, she asked me, it's like, what are you playing, you know, what do you do, what do you do offline outside of work? I said, well, I, I like, you know, right now I got to get caught up with bills, you know, I've been out of work way too long and I plan on getting, you know, getting back into gaming, you know, especially with the new Call of Duty app. And no sooner than that, um, she saw her HR person walk by. Come to find out later, when I stopped in the temp agency's offices, because they handled the place that I worked at handled it differently than what the temp agency told me. So I had questions. Temp agency was on the way home, stopping and ask. Yeah, uh, and I'm literally. The same distance I am from right now, Candy. Literally, if not a little bit closer. Yeah, they they told you not. Uh, they just called us. They don't want you back. They were going to be paying me sixteen dollars, sixteen dollars and change an hour, and overtime for three months, for forty you know forty eight hours a week. Mm -hmm. And they said, and "Don't come." The reason uh, uh, I stunk. You stunk. I stunk. And I I said, "Listen," I told the the, the person there, it's like. Listen, I'm less than two and a half feet. I'm about two and a half feet from you. How do I snow? Well, like eight hours of work. I said, precisely. Right. And I'm on my way home. Yeah. Well, it's like, you can either because have somebody was, that works or somebody that doesn't work and they don't smell. <laughs> I said, there was, it, because of that, all they had to do was put me in a booth away from the person and I could have just ignored them. I said, when I got home tonight, I would take a shower. You know, I, say, I, can I can take a shower and some of this dirt don't come out. <laughs> and, and I said, and I told him, I was like, listen, Knuckle the place was warm. I was soaking it wet with sweat when I, after I took off my coat. And, oh, it doesn't matter. They DNR'd you. And you're not going back. That's ridiculous. That is stupid. And it, game, being a gamer is one of those aspects of being a geek where it's just you're shunned. Uh, more so like you, Zombie Bunny. It's yeah. just it, you're you're a girl gamer. They they expect these little um, attention getter type right. models, you know, that want to say, "Oh, I'm a gamer," and they just show up in you know uh, G-string, oh, you know. I'm a gamer. I'm wearing a bikini. Look at me stick this controller in my mouth. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all she said, right? Um, that's what's going to be a sound drop. <laughs> For this episode, right? <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't get it as much because I don't really show it. Yeah. I guess I'm not one of those. Yeah, a lot people, of people don't, when they look at me, it's like, what do you, like if anybody talks to me about anything, oh, you got a caps hat on. Okay. 
And, and, and when I like, say I don't like hockey, <laughs> that's usually what I get. It's like, like all right, but. a few people, especially one of my past job, they, they didn't know. You couldn't tell. Look at me. Well, I also we also work with older people too. Yeah. So like a lot of the guys have been at the job for like twenty and thirty years, um, and they don't really. All they do is work twelve hours a day, and then they go home and they have lots of money because they make lots of money an hour, and they just go home and drink beer and watch TV. And, and like and they don't know anything about anything, so I don't really have anything to relate to them, and they don't really have anything to relate to me. But it's at pleasantries. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and the thing is, uh, a lot of times it's like people like, "Oh, you game," and yet the, later that night, if they friend you on Facebook or so, any social media, it's uh, a Farmville uh, request. It's this, you know, hate Farmville. I, I'm just using it as an example. It's like Candy Crush saga. The, um, Candy Crush, yeah. or it's Angry Birds, or it's this game. Oh, I don't. Well, you're playing a game, mm-hmm. and some instances are like, oh, you're you're one of them gamers. Like, wait, as one YouTuber said, wait a minute, don't you try drive an hour away for a fantasy football thing? Isn't that equivalent of a Dungeons and Dragons of the sports world? Right. You're doing something fantasy, and you're complaining about me being a gamer. You know, was it draft? Was DraftKings? Oh my god! Yeah, you can make like, so much money doing that if you know about sports and statistics. Oh my gosh! But there's a guy that made a million dollars, played one day with a free, like a free, the free thing that they yeah. give you, the free money that they give you, played with that and won a million dollars. My dad still owes money from his last game. What I from think. DraftKings? Yeah, I used to play fantasy football. I used to think they were going over that house because it was my birthday. Oh. But no, they were playing fantasy football. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The only time I ever bet on sports is like Super Bowl. And I'll do like one of those things where it's like the, oh, big, yeah. uh, the big table like of your, picks. Your, uh, your bet that one dude, a guy we used to work with, would never bet with you again because you'd make these outrageous bets and they would always come true. I did it again. I did it again. He'd make a bet like it will snow second half of the game and a black bunny will run across the field then two strippers one male one female the female will be an African American the, the male will be Chinese will run across the field at the goal line yeah. it will happen it will happen it will happen <laughs> it will happen I like I made a stupid bet with a guy when the Orioles were in the postseason last year and I was at my last job I said they'll beat who's it was it Toronto Somebody, I can't remember which team. It was. No, it was the Tigers. I was like, they will beat Detroit straight up four games. Blah, 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 blah. It, it's going to be a landslide. They're going to win. I'll even, I, we even bet on the scores too. And did you give him points? I gave him ridiculous points. I told him, I said, if the Orioles lose, I'll sit in the lunchroom and I will eat my fucking hat. Did you eat your hat? No, but guess what he had to do. Coming in a dress. He, he, his was like I said. I said to him, if I, if if you lose, you got to eat a plate of my shit. Oh. And he was like, whatever. I was like, paycheck for paycheck. Now we were making pretty good money there, so paychecks were around about eight nine hundred dollars. Now, like you know, for two weeks work. <coughs> I, I told him, I said straight up, paycheck for paycheck. He lost. I and just like I did with Larry, I didn't hold him to it because we bet paychecks on that uh, Lakers Bullets game, 
And <laughs> and I, I want Larry on the But I didn't hold him to it. But every time I saw him, I said, I got some shit for you. <laughs> I got to text him. I want Larry on this te- on this podcast. But Larry, it's going to be hysterical. Larry got he 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 got it too. He was like the Lakers. This was Lakers. This was Lakers. Kobe Magic. Like you know the yeah. the best team they ever had. Championship after championship. Against the lowly, I don't know if it was the Wizards or the Bull, or the Bullets because I know George Mearsheim was playing, Juwan Howard was playing at the time, and I gave him twenty one points. I said we'll beat you by twenty two, and, and he was point. like, "Oh, okay, all day." It was twenty four, all day. No, they beat him by twenty two points. <laughs> they beat him exactly twenty two points. So I, I actually won. I beat, I beat my own spread. Hey, kind of. Uh, <laughs> kind of um, Sticking with a little bit of sports, did you see the uh, YouTube thing of the squirrel causing the dugout to be? Yes. Have you, you haven't seen that? No. Basically, it, you know, I forgot what, which team it was. Was it like the Pirates or something like that? Um. Was this like this year? Yeah, or last year? It was year? like this year. This oh, game. this year I don't know. Um. Basically, you see this. The camera of the YouTube. You see this squirrel going across the line. And it's at a game, and the camera's just following the squirrels, you know, right behind the, near the dugout. And all of a sudden, it flies out into the dugout. And you, you're like, like, you kind of hear the people in the background from the video, like, oh, this is dumb. what happened with the squirrel? It died. Because it's a, a big drop. And all of a sudden, the dugout empties. All, <laughs> every player just like, oh my God, just bulking it. Like, you know, because the thing is, it's just this squirrel's spread eagle, like, Banzai! <laughs> no, there was a... Oh, what was it? There was a squirrel... Did I ever tell you about the squirrel card? No. Oh, this was funny. Okay, so you know I collect baseball cards. Yeah. I have for years. Squirrel card? <laughs> <laughs> so 2013... 2013 Top Series 1. There's a thing it with, with Tops. They do photo variations on all their cards. Well, not all their cards. On a select yeah. certain amount of cards. And the variation has a theme. And that year, I forget what the theme was. I think it was like outrageous moments or something like that. And like A lot of guys were getting pie in the face. A lot of guys were getting ice dumped on them, stuff like that. Well, there was one <laughs> that it was, uh, oh, what was it for? It was for, I think for the Cardinals, I want to say. And there was a, it was of a squirrel that had got out on the field and was sitting on second base. Just sitting on second base? Yeah, and I forget the player's name. I want to say it was like Shoemaker or something. I can't remember. But either way, that card was going for $100 at one point, and I had one. <laughs> I had to have it. I had to. It's like it's a squirrel card. <laughs> and and but, kind of sticking with sports, my respect for Ronda Rousey has grown. For oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, well, the funniest thing is that you have these UFC fans. I'm not a big UFC fan. Um, not either. But... Or an MMA, MMA fan, but I have respect for Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, the fact, first off, the fact that you could, uh, people are paying sixty bucks to watch the fight, <laughs> and we're in essence watching the fight the next day on Facebook. <laughs> My favorite was for free. The one where she won in fourteen seconds. They put in Sports Illustrated in a photo uh, bar. You could uh, literally like open the book and watch the fight if you just pan across. With your eyes. That's how She's short. trying to attack the referee, wasn't she? Because she couldn't see? No, no, no. no, 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 no. The, oh, no. the girl she was fighting oh. the, on the last fight, 
Yeah. She beat okay, her. So the name that you're making is the girl that actually won. Yeah, yeah. Ronda, okay. Ronda Rousey won the last and fight. She had a. She dedicated her last fight, which was uh, last week. Yeah, last Saturday. Last Saturday to uh, the late Roddy Piper. Actually, Piper gave her because uh, she went. They had the same trainer. She went up to Piper and said, "Ask, can I use your Rowdy? The Rowdy." And he he yeah. gave her permission to use the, in essence, so she'd be called Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Rousey. And so she kind of earned my respect for that, and she won the fight. Yeah. She literally beat the shit out of her opponent because there are she photos, shit her pants. She oh yeah, and you probably see me share the photo. And uh, Ronda she's Rousey's like, looking, she's like giggling, and she's looking in the direction of her opponent. And when you look at the opponent, she's got like a poop stain in her mouth. <laughs> so. And but the one that got me though was what she was talking about, the fourteen second fight. Um, she had beat her, and the girl didn't know where she was. You saw her arm drop. She was like had her in a chokehold, punch her in the face. Her arm drops and then goes back up. And she kind of paws at her back, but she's out. She is gone. She's going on reflexes. Then. Yeah, at that point she was on autopilot. Well, the the referee stops the fight, pulls her off. The girl doesn't know what's happening. She grabs the referee and starts trying to go at him. They had to sit there and explain to her. Her trainer's looking her in the face. The fight's over. The fight's over. She's like, "Did I win?" <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, and, uh, recently, uh, uh, she not only had my respect in reference to the Piper thing. Right. Um, she came up, I saw a video of her when she explains that, oh yeah, in reference to, she comes out like, hey, I am who I am, deal with it, and because she's had complaints that she looks too manly, and she's like, listen, I, I, I am who I am, I am not a DNR, and uh, you kind of hear the reporter say, what's a, you know, no, she says, I'm not a DMB, and they're like, what's a DMB? A do not, a do nothing bitch. Oh, Someone yeah. who sits around with their legs open and mooches off millionaires. I'm not a do no, do nothing bitch. I'm not a DMB. And she's kind of doing has these shirts saying uh, pound DMB. And so that he's like I, I'm trained who I am. My muscles do what they do. And that's kind of respect. Like yeah, she wants to be this. She wants. To, she's strong enough to do this. And she's outspoken. You know, you know, bravo! My respect for her has grown as as an athlete and what she she does. And I think we kind of exhausted at all my show notes for all this, and we got a little bit off. Uh, so we're going to body break. Uh, <laughs> cut this off off real quick, and um, so we're going to say goodbye. Uh, you could find us on Facebook by liking our page at. The Long Coat, just look for the Long Coat Mafia podcast on Facebook. Uh, links will be in our show notes. Our email again is longcoatmafia po- at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is longcoatmafia. And we're on Instagram. Same thing as Twitter. Twitter. Uh, everything will be in the show notes. I am the Rev. See you guys next time. And to my left again is Zombie Bunny. Later. And to my right is Big Candy. Fuck off. <laughs> Done it. It's a Lanco Mafia podcast. You screaming up. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capish. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that trip down memory lane using the Wayback Machine to see how cringy we were. And if I don't sell. 
sound all that energetic is because it's close to 3 a.m. 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm tired as puck right now. Uh, so once this is wrapped up and uploaded and set to distribute, we will, or say I will be heading to bed to catch some sleep and head into work at my 9 to 5 tomorrow, whenever that might be. So uh, again, I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks or anything like that, feel free to do so by emailing us at longcoatmafia at gmail.com or using the com. If you're on Podbean, using the comment sent uh, comments section down below. Or if you want, you can head on over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Lone Coat Mafia podcast and leave a comment on one of the, the posts that are there. And as always, at least for right now, we do have our crowdfunding up and going still. It's dying a slow death. We still have only one donation on it. Help us cut costs by uh, giving us a donation. At even a dollar helps. Uh, if you don't have the money, uh, please subscribe to us either on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting outlet. Share this. Share our posts. That helps us just as well. So please do so. And see you next recording, which hopefully will be our main episode, which will drop either this upcoming Monday Tuesday, depending on when I get the file and or files. So I'll see you guys and gals then. Uh, all our links, as always, are in the description. So feel free to tap them, tap them and visit our social media stuff and our other outlets. Again, I'm the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martin Spug Madman, and I am out of here. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. The internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.